requesting this episode for weeks now. So now that we've covered astrology and your most wanted episodes, now we can move on to mine. And it's not like, it's not specifically because I love cooking, because if you're listening to this and you know me, you know that I actually really dislike cooking. But I feel like Mary Alexander taught us a lot of things today that will maybe help me like it a little bit more. And honestly, if there's anything that I hate more than cooking, it's going to the grocery store. Definitely. And I think that what she said about sitting down, making a plan, and even ordering groceries online, like doing finding things to make it easy, because that is not my favorite thing to do. I just go into the grocery store, usually hungry, which is not helpful. And I come out with a bunch of random things like prosciutto, champagne, flowers, and cheese, yeah. you know? I like, so. <laughs> I like fear for my life when I go into a grocery store because I see all these things and I like, I love the hungry hooker Instagram page. Like I know probably a lot of people listening to this follow her. She has the best page and it's so aesthetic and I want to make those meals. Like I want to make it. I want to be good at it, but I go to the grocery store and it's like a free for all. I'm getting like yeah. snacks and these weird flavored waters and like yeah. all these different things to try. And then like I end up leaving with like no actual ingredients to make really any real meals. If I go into the grocery store hungry, I'm a thousand percent coming home with peanut butter pretzels that will be gone in a day. That's that's my hungry grocery store buy that I always regret. Yeah, I, I don't know. We talked a little bit about like what me and Perry do um, with Costco in this episode, but that's kind of helped me because I feel like I haven't really gone to a real grocery store yeah. in a while the Hawaii grocery stores are insane. I mean, we go to the grocery store a lot to get like poke bowls and sushi and stuff when we're going to the beach and just grab like grab and go stuff. But like, I don't really truly grocery shop at the grocery stores here because it's like so expensive. And that's kind yeah. of. Well, one thing we didn't talk about that makes cooking easy, I think, is an air fryer. I don't remember the last time I cooked a meal using my actual stove and oven. I use the air fryer for everything you can do vegetables, fish, chicken. I have not done fish and chicken yet, but I always do like my vegetables, sweet potato fries. It's so nice. We had an air fryer in our college house last year and um, it was, I think it was Libby's and it was so awesome. Like we, I would literally just throw everything in the air fryer, honestly, just like reheat foods. Like I'm a big, yeah, like, yeah. I'm a big leftover person because I don't like to cook. So I always bring leftovers home and one but you always bring leftovers home and you don't eat them. Yeah, that's true. It does kind of sit in the fridge. <laughs> but with the air fryer, I felt like I could just like crisp things up and it felt like I was like, eating it yeah, yeah, yeah. in the restaurant again. But one thing I did in the air fryer was the cookie dough air fryer with like, it's like a cookie skillet and you put like Wait, cookie what? dough in it. Yeah, cookie <sighs> dough in an air fryer and then you put ice cream on top. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Um, but now I'm really hungry. So we have cookie dough in our fridge right now. So we'll be trying that. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing to do in the air fryer are sweet potato fries for sure. And I love yeah. um, hash browns too. Oh my God. I love hash browns. Like hash browns are like one of my top five, like anything yeah. in the potato family. I like just would die for. I love <laughs> um, y'all know this though. Um, okay. Let's run through our week and then we will get to our interview. What have yeah. been your high and lows of the week? Um, I think my high was being in Oxford for Easter weekend. It was really fun. It was nice to be with mom and dad and just being at home and it was very like laid back and easy. So that was nice. And then my low, I think is, I feel like this is kind of, it kind of goes with the episode, but coming back from Oxford and being with mom and just like eating desserts, I feel very puffy right now. 
yeah that, it took best. me a while to get over that when she left um hawaii so yeah i love understand mom what you're saying don't love the um influence yeah definitely that comes with um, her yeah my i was really i had fomo seeing y'all's easter because it was so fun but i would say my high of the week would also be my easter we had here we went to um we went up to north shore sunset beach church is a church that we go to up there and they had their service on the actual beach for easter um, and it was so great. There were like literally whales in the background, like jumping and people were getting baptized in the ocean after the service. And then um, I coordinated like a little Easter egg hunt for my friends just because I felt like I felt like all of us kind of feel far away from family, especially on holidays. So like we are kind of each other's family out here. So planned a little Easter egg hunt. Um, yeah, it was a great, a great Easter. And then my love of the week definitely like so on easter which was not my favorite part of the day um i was getting gas in town and i put my rainbow pouch that i keep like my wallet mm-hmm. my keys and sunglasses and stuff in um yeah. but i got i took my wallet out of it and then i'm pretty sure that i put the rainbow pouch on top of the car and kind of forgot about it and then drove off and it was must have like flown off so like the whole time we were at church, I was so worried because like my apartment keys were in it, my sunglasses and all this stuff. But luckily I had my wallet. So it was like that part was okay. Um, and then I kind of worried about that all day. But then like ending on a high, I drove back to town, back to the gas station, which is so unlikely that it would have been there because it was in town. And like, y'all know Hawaii is crazy and people are always running around and they will steal your stuff. And someone had turned it in to the gas station attendant. See, there are good people in the world. Yeah, and it was interesting because I had two pairs of sunglasses in there and only one was in there when I got it returned to me. So I think someone may have snagged my black um, mm. little aviators. However, if that's what it took to get my stuff back, that's okay. I will donate that to the cause yeah. because <laughs> I just was worried about my apartment keys. I knew that was going to be hard to replace. And then last night I lost my wallet for like two hours couldn't find it it was like in a crevice at my work and I was like why am I just losing everything and I was talking to Kynan about it on the phone and he was saying like I think this is the universe saying like you just need to slow down and yeah like not always be running so hard and just like so like today I went to the post office and I literally like frog out of the car I like look and I was like do I have my wallet do I have my keys is the door locked like you know so maybe that's why that was kind yeah. of low for me is feeling like panic. It's a good lesson to learn for you. Yeah. It's just not a good feeling when you feel like you're just losing everything. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? But- I went through a phase like that. I was leaving something at Underground on Broadway every weekend. It started out with like my credit card. And then the next week it was my keys and then my phone. And then at the end it was like my whole purse. And I was like, okay, this is a sign that I really need to stop coming to Underground and stop going to Broadway. Yeah. But anyway, um, so going off of that into like things we're excited about, um, we are filming in just a little bit today, filming our reveal for where we're moving. We have this whole elaborate, like, I literally feel like I'm going to a gender reveal because we have this whole elaborate, like what we're wearing, what we're doing. We're having our friend, um, Sean, his friend, Eric, they're going to drone it from the sky. So it's like, we're really going. Wow. This is a full blown production. Yeah, I know. And I think that it's like, it kind of started as like, oh, we should do this. And then it was like, okay, well, then we could do that and this. And then we could have a drone. And we're like, yeah. And so filming that today with Drew, Aaliyah, Perry, and Blaine, 
and Mia the dog, everyone who's moving. And it's just been fun to see where everyone's like been guessing. And I'm excited to tell people. What's been the most guessed? The most guessed? This is so weird. But like, I've had literally so many people ask if we're moving to Alaska. And I don't know what if I've said something that like has pointed people in that direction. But I would literally die if I moved to Alaska. Like I would, I would. I don't I know. I feel like everyone knows there. how much you hate cold weather. Yeah, I don't know if like people are just going off of, like, oh, well, she's been in Hawaii, so maybe it's Alaska. Um, but also, I think that people are starting to kind of put together that it's not in America, um, which yeah. is a hint that I'll drop that hint now. But um, that it's not in America. And someone actually commented on my question about today and was like, I'm so invested in this that I've been stalking pages that you and Perry have been following. And so I think it's this. And she was right. So I was like, wow, that's like a really invested. I mean, I'm a really curious person too. Like if I want to know something, I will go like FBI mode to find out. I hate like, yeah, yeah. I don't really like surprises that much. And I, I like to know. So yeah, um, I'm excited for that today. What are you excited about? Um, oh, I'm excited about Double Decker this weekend. I have a bunch of girls from Nashville going down. Um, Double Decker is a big music and arts festival in Oxford. Um, they haven't had it for a couple of years. And this year, the Revivalists are playing. So we finally get to see them after New Year's was canceled. Oh, my God. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, my friends Stephanie, Vivian, Rachel, and Hannah are going down with me. So it'll be a good time. And then I'm also really excited. I haven't told you about this, but I'm getting hair extensions. I'm finally pulling the trigger and doing it. What? Yeah, I'm getting Why? them on Tuesday. You have good hair. I don't know. I just wanted to try it. And this girl reached out and she was like, hey, I would love to do your extensions and gave me like a great deal. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted it. So I might as well just take this opportunity and try it out. Get ready. It's like a drug. Like once you have them, it's so hard to do without It's them. so annoying though because like my hair only grows to a certain length and then like stops growing and the ends just get really thin and it starts yeah, becoming well, like a point, you know? Y'all know my hair struggle. I've had extensions since I was literally born. So – and then like with this new move, I have so much to figure out with how that's going to work. I wanted to go no extensions but – like I said, it's so hard to have like go without them once you have them in. You feel like you're literally bald because you're used to this like yeah, artificial amount of hair, you know. Well, I think what I'm going to do is when I'm tired of them and like want them out, I'm just going to go short. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Moves yeah. are being made. Hair moves are being made. Have you ever heard of the invisible bead method? No, I don't think so. Is it's that like Shonen extensions. Yeah, but they're really cool. Like you can't see them at all. And wow. they don't damage your hair. So that was like a big thing for me. I didn't want something that was going to like ruin my real hair because my real yeah, hair is that's what, my hair is actually like pretty great. It's not yeah, bad or anything. So I know that's why I'm kind of confused why you're getting them. But it, that is something to be careful about because I've had people in Oxford who have told me like, oh, yeah, like this is when I was a lot younger, too. So not like obviously at the studio where I go now, but anything, but like when I was younger and I didn't really know a lot about hair and hair extensions, they would say, Oh, this brand is great for your hair. And it ended up like making me literally bald. And they were just like frying my hair off, ripping my hair out. And so if you are going to do extensions, something like that, it's important to like really look into good methods. Cause there are a lot of good methods these days, especially. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about me. Like whatever I do, I research it very well. So I've really looked into, the method and the kind of hair she's going to use. So 
I'm excited to try it. I don't know. Like I'm just the type of person like whatever like beauty trend or wellness, like I just want to try it and see if I like it, you know? Yeah. That's something about me is I just don't research anything. I just do it. Yeah, you don't. And then and then pay the price later. Okay. Well, now my stomach is growling audibly because of all this food talk. So let's jump right into our interview with Mary Alexander. She is the founder of The Hungry Hooker. She is a boss in the kitchen. She's about to be a mom soon in July and honestly just such a bright light and I'm so glad we could interview her today. So without further ado, welcome MA to Call Your Sister. is like probably my most frequently visited Instagram page that I follow because I just go back all the time like okay like what can I like what can I I learn from this it's obviously been going so well so I guess just to jump right into it can you tell us a little bit about how and why you started the hungry hooker oh my gosh um that's kind of like such a big question So the Hungry Hooker, as you know, like I started it at Ole Miss in college um, and it was just, I started it because I was always that person in my friend group who was like, wait, don't touch your food yet. I've got to take a picture. And I was always posting food to my personal Instagram and I was like, okay, my personal Instagram is becoming a food blog. So I just made the Hungry Hooker because I had the perfect maiden name and the perfect like tagline for it. So I was like, let's, let's make the Hungry Hooker a food account, whatever. So then it was just for fun in Oxford, um, just like a place where I posted where I was eating in Oxford and restaurants, um, again, just for fun. And then graduated college, had the hunger hooker, but really wasn't posting much. I graduated in 2019. So what comes next? 2020, the pandemic, boom. Um, we're not eating at restaurants really anymore. We're eating at home. Um, and then I got married in July of 2020. So I was cooking for my husband and was honestly just like bored. It was the pandemic and started posting pictures of what I was cooking at home. And one thing kind of led to another. So it was like the hungry hooker has kind of been a thing for a minute, but it wasn't until 2020 to where it became like what it is now, if that makes sense. People, when I started posting pictures of what I was cooking at home, they started being like, oh, what's that recipe? And I was like, oh, I kind of just threw it together. And then I started writing recipes and sharing those recipes. And then people started cooking them and tagging me. And I started getting more followers. And I was like, okay, maybe this is kind of something. So that's when I kind of like reintroduced myself, kind of rebranded, made a logo. And I was like, I'm just going to go for this. And so here it is now. (laughs) Have you always loved to cook? I have. I mean, it wasn't really until, so I'm Greek. My mom's Greek. And so my dad loves to cook also. And I just grew up in a house kind of similar to y'all. Like I feel like y'all are always around the table as a family and same with us. And um, just always grew up around the kitchen, but it wasn't really until college when I was really cooking for myself when I was wanting like some healthier options rather than like what was available on campus and stuff. So yes, I've always enjoyed cooking and love to like watch my mom, help my mom in the kitchen, but it wasn't really until college to where I like got to experience it on my own because my mom was always that mom that was like, just let me do it. <laughs> like, yeah. And now always- you're about to be your mom yourself. Congratulations. We Thank are you. so excited. I love following all of your little posts and I'm like so excited for 
her to be born and then you're gonna have a whole new kind of role as like the hungry mom and you get to cook for a baby (laughs) i know i've been joking i'm like this is the hungry baby the hungry baby yeah the hungry husband i love following the whole thing and i think that just kind of shows like how many things kind of came out of covid and the pandemic that we wouldn't have maybe had time to do before and now all these little like side hustles have turned into main businesses and i just think that's a really cool part of it totally is this your full-time job so it's not but it's definitely something that takes up um, a lot of my time um i do social media management as like my full-time job for companies here in memphis but hunger hooker is definitely starting to evolve more into um, a business rather than a hobby for sure yeah like looking forward to seeing how that plays out um so tell us a little bit about what healthy means to you I know a lot of the recipes that you post are pretty healthy so from your perspective what does it mean to eat healthy live a healthy lifestyle yeah I mean to me it's like healthy is not just about what you're eating it's also about how you feel um mentally and physically and I haven't always had a super healthy relationship with food and exercise. So to me, when I feel the healthiest, it's kind of like when I'm doing that like 80-20 lifestyle, like 80% of the time I am eating those things that are good for me. Um, But I'm still like 20% of that time going to have, you know, that cookie or whatever my body's asking for and not deprive myself. So I'm not going to like binge later and beat myself up about it. Um, So I feel my healthiest when I just kind of like, let myself indulge, but you know, not too much. <laughs> Definitely. And I feel like your page probably helps other people have better relationships with food because they see, oh, I can still eat eat well and fuel my body well, but um, you know, I don't have to, it's not as hard as it seems. Cause I'm someone who personally like does not like to cook. It is not my favorite thing to do at all. And I feel like your recipes kind of break it down and make it seem really simple and it's actually not as complicated to eat well and fuel your body well. I just try to with my recipes like for instance today I posted a pasta recipe and like before I had a healthier relationship with food I would have never touched pasta but I feel like I try to show my followers that like you can make pasta but here are some healthier alternatives um, where you can still enjoy something you love but it's just got some healthier swaps and it's not you know going to make you feel bad later. So I guess just kind of going off of that and um, what healthy means to you, what are some of your favorite healthy recipes when you're short on time? Um, That's funny that you asked that because last night, Court and I had this exact conversation. I made a sheet pan dinner last night. Sheet pan dinners are always my go-to when I'm short on time. And he made the comment. He was like, I feel like this is what we're going to eat every day once the baby's here because it's just going to be easy. You can throw it on a um, sheet pan you know, put a bunch of spices on it to give it some good flavor, put in the oven, forget about it for 20 to 30 minutes, and then dinner is ready and ready to be eaten. So definitely a sheet pan dinner is my go-to when I need something fast and healthy. What are some of the things that you put on the pan? Okay, so last night I did my hot honey chicken um, sheet pan dinner, and it was just um, chicken thighs, potatoes, and Brussels sprouts. And then I seasoned that with some olive oil and then Rolf Rub seasoning. It's a, um, they're a family in Nashville that has their own seasoning that I love. I put it pretty much on like all my chicken and veggies. Um, And then I did some hot honey and then that was it. And just popped it in the oven and baked it. It's so easy. 
My problem is I get stuck with the same seasoning. Like I find one that I like and then everything has it on it. So it's like all the same. I, I'm like I said, half Greek. Um, and I grew up always like olive oil, salt and pepper. Like that is the basis of most of all my meals. And you really can't go wrong. And I know it's like the same thing over and over. Um, but you can always add little things here and there to give it new and exciting flavors. But like always olive oil, salt and pepper. And you would be surprised like on a steak. I feel like sometimes people try to um, make steak fancier and overcomplicate it more than it needs to be. And like, if you just stick with those three things, you're, you're good. Absolutely. Love it. See, I'm already learning so many things. I'm sitting here like, okay, yeah. Simple. Sometimes less is more. Simple is better. Yeah. I love that. I'm all for less is more. (laughs) So what are some staples on your grocery list? Because for me, I feel like when I go to the grocery store, Perry and I now we do like Costco delivery, which has been a game changer. But I used to just go and get so overwhelmed and think like, oh, no. And I would spend so much money and a lot of my food ended up just like going to waste. So what are some of your staple items for a grocery store run? Okay, so every Sunday is kind of when I sit down and make my grocery list. And every time without fail, I always have spinach or kale, some sort of green that I can add easily to breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, that's also like one of those veggies that I feel like you can throw in and you don't really notice as much. You don't really, um, taste it, I guess. Um, it's just an easy way to get your greens in. So spinach or kale. Um, I love a good carb, like quinoa. You can throw that in bowls. You can put it as a side for dinner. Um, and then I always have cherry tomatoes, cucumber, um, because those are great in bowls, salads, you can eat it at dinner. Again, I try to like get things that I can use at all three meals if possible, um, just so I'm not like getting in a rut and making the same thing over and over. Um, and then I usually do like feta cheese or goat cheese just because I love, again, to throw those in a bowl or a salad. Um, and then my go-to fruit is like oranges, which is random. But those are like the things that I don't leave the grocery store without. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's funny. So you sit down and you make a list every week. Yes. Wow. I <laughs> Which can be also, daunting. <laughs> yeah. I also hate to grocery shop. Um, Bert, I feel like we're very similar in the ways that we do things like that. I, I remember the first summer I lived in New York. It was the first summer away from Oxford and away from home. And I went to the grocery store by myself for the first time. And I walked in And I was so overwhelmed. I grabbed like a thing of prosciutto and champagne and didn't grab anything else. And then I was so overwhelmed. I just like dropped the basket and left. I had no clue what I was doing. Oh my gosh. gosh, That's funny. I haven't heard that before. That's hilarious. I got all the essentials though, you know? Yeah, (laughs) of course. All right. So what, um, what advice would you have for people like us who may not enjoy cooking? So if you don't enjoy cooking and I... I can't lie. Some days I don't enjoy cooking either. It can be stressful. Um, but something that always helps me and I feel like makes the cooking process go smoother is if I, let's say you're looking at a hungry hooker recipe, go to that recipe and look at the ingredient list and have everything out ready, washed, chopped, prepped to go before you start cooking. Because I feel like the days when I don't do that and I'm trying to cut corners, it ends up taking longer and end up making more mistakes when I don't just like take the time to prep it and have it all ready at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's 
huge lifesaver to me. And I think it makes cooking so much easier if you just prep ahead. Yeah. Other advice would be to follow the hungry hooker and then have all the recipes. So it's just easier that way. But yeah, cause I feel like a lot of the time, like I come home from work or like a long day and I'm like, Oh, I just don't want to full send like a meal right now, but having mm-hmm. it all prepped would make it a lot easier mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I definitely try to have um, easy, like really like hour, but really just like 30 minutes or less um, recipes. My brother, on the other hand, he's like gourmet chef wants to slow braise something for six hours. And I'm like, that's oh, not wow. something we're going to find. Oh my on gosh. I love him too. He's the, <laughs> he's best, the best. So I feel like for me, I, I love what you said about how you buy groceries that can be used in every meal because that's something that's made it easy and I guess enjoyable for me is like knowing that I have like go-tos like an omelet, but you can change it up or like doing salmon, mm-hmm. but you can change it up with the veggies or the seasoning or, you know, doing bowls and just always knowing that you can easily throw, like you said, quinoa or cauliflower rice in a bowl and then change it up with the type of cheese or protein. So just having those go-to staples make it easy and fun because you can mix it up. Absolutely. I really liked this question. So I feel like probably a good bit of your followers are college students. And I was wondering, what are some ways that college students can still make home-cooked healthy meals on a budget? Because I feel like when I go to the grocery store, I spend so much money. Yeah, I don't even think it has to just be college kids. It could be, you know, people that are just starting out or just anyone that doesn't want to spend a lot of money. Young adults. Sure. This kind of piggybacks off my last answer, but – I think trying to buy ingredients that you, when you sit down and you think, okay, what am I going to have this week? Having versatile ingredients that you could possibly use at breakfast, lunch, and dinner and mix it up. I think that's the best way to get like more bang for your buck and not be wasteful because nothing's worse than when you go to the grocery store and you spend a hundred dollars and at come around to the next Sunday, it's time to go to the grocery store again. You're throwing away stuff that you didn't use. and just went bad. Um, so really trying to like think through, your, if you can prep ahead, that definitely helps. If you can think through the meals that you want to cook that week and try to get ingredients that will flow well throughout, I think that definitely can save you on a budget. Where do you do most of your grocery shopping? I love to go to Sprouts or Whole Foods just because they're smaller and they're so much easier, in my opinion, to get in and out of. Because, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, we're all pressed for time. And that's one of the worst parts about the grocery stores when you're stuck in the long lines or you're having to go, it feels like across the world to get to one point to the other. So a smaller grocery store. And I like um, Sprouts Whole Foods because they carry like good, clean, um, quality produce and Mm -hmm. um, poultry and all that. When I'm really organized and on top of it, I like to do Instacart because you can sit down, you can plan out your meals, figure out all the ingredients you need, and then you just order it online because sometimes I feel like I go into the grocery store and I'm just like overwhelmed. So I just buy a little bit of everything and just random things. And I don't know how they're going to work together. But yeah. when I do go in, I, I do like Whole Foods. I've never been to Sprouts though. I'm like that too, because in Hawaii, all of our grocery stores are really expensive. Like people talk about how expensive the grocery stores are here. But um, our friend Robin, who lived here before us, gave us the advice of getting Costco cards because Costco is like consistently the same as it is at home here. So um, we've always on Costco, but it makes it a little harder because you have to buy in bulk. So Perry, yeah. my roommate, has taught me like the value of freezing everything. So we have like just containers of things frozen in the um, freezer. But also 
they do free delivery. I don't know if that's just here or everywhere, but Costco does free delivery here. And it makes it so much easier because we can like sit down and just look at everything online. Because I feel like at Costco, it's like the samples and this and that. And you're thinking like all these different things. We end up spending so much more money. Um, But we've definitely saved a lot of money and shop smarter doing the Costco delivery for sure. Wait, I love that. I need to utilize Costco more. I have a membership and never go. It's great. But then like, you have like a thousand onions. Like we literally have had this bowl yeah. of onions that we've been working through <laughs> for like months. We're like, just okay, what can we put this in? So it definitely is a little bit harder when you're bulk shopping. So we eat like kind of the same stuff over and over, but yeah, we love it though. Yeah. I don't go to Costco because I feel overwhelmed when I go in there. So I'm, I'm interested if we have to see if we have free delivery. Yeah. That's awesome. The special was like the delivery is like a penny. Wow, they do have great flowers at Costco. Just yeah, the one time do. I used my Costco membership, that's <laughs> what I bought. So, yeah, <laughs> priorities. Definitely. Okay, well, the last thing that we like to end our interviews with um, two questions. The first is Do you have a mantra or affirmation that you're living by right now? Okay, I don't really know if this is a mantra or an affirmation, but, and it's going to sound probably bad, but actually, Earlier this week, someone told me I need to care less. She wasn't saying I should slack off at my job or, you know, become lazy. But she was like, you just can't sweat the small stuff so much. And so all week long, I feel like I've been telling myself I've got to care less. And I feel so much lighter and better. Um, Granted, this has been going on for a week. But um, that's kind of what I've been like repeating to myself because I'm just – I'm so type A, I'm such a planner, um, such a perfectionist. And sometimes I can just get so hung up on the little things. Um, and I'm sure I'm about to have to throw all that out the door once I have a child, but I'm <laughs> um, repeating to myself, care less, care less, um, in the best kind of way is what I've been. I think we can both relate that. to that. That's a good yeah. one. We can both use that. I've, word. I've learned that this week because like in the span of like the past four days, I've, I lost a purse. And then last night I temporarily lost a wallet and I thought to myself, like, what am I trying to learn here? And I was like, okay, I think maybe the universe is trying to teach me like, don't sweat the small stuff. Like everything is fixable. If you care less, everything will just flow a lot better. Cause you know, those people who just kind of go through life, like, Oh, everything's like, I don't really care. And I've always been like, I wish I could be that way. I want to be one of those people. (laughs) I'm not, but trying, trying a little bit at a time definitely can add to the quality of your of your life. Yeah. Just yeah. I think it's that, that perfectionist in both of us. It's like we get hung up yeah. on one thing and we just keep going back to it, but it's like, you got to move mm-hmm. on. Definitely. Absolutely. The second thing that we end um, episodes with are a would you rather question. Um, and we've been lately doing a lot of open-ended questions, but I think we're going to circle it back to would you rather this week. And so the would you rather this week is if you had to only eat sweet or savory foods, that's it for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Oh, gosh. I mean, I've got to stay true to me because pregnant me wants to say sweets, but normal me, I'm such a salty and savory person. So I'm going yeah. with salty. And oh, savory. have you had any kind of crazy like food pregnancy cravings? That's a good question, too. Nothing crazy. Just like I'm not a sweets person at all. And all I have wanted is sweets. Like I have a dessert every night. For instance, last night I texted my husband. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be really random, but can you go buy a great American cookie and get me a sugar cookie? I've never oh, been the like best. A sugar cookie. Oh my gosh. Those are the best. But it was so good. 
Yeah. Oh, if our we mom love a was on this, if our mom was on this episode, she would say sweets, hands down. Like she, when they were in Hawaii a couple, like last week, I literally ate a dessert every single night because when they go out to eat, it's like, especially since she doesn't drink anymore, I feel like she first looks at the desserts and that's every single night. So once they left, oh. I had to go buy a bag of dark chocolate dove circles because yeah. I'm like, it's like a habit now. I'm like, I need to try Oh, it. it's I terrible. I was home for Easter and literally I looked at the counter. There were two cake plates full of iced cookies. There yeah, was a box of cookie fix. So three cookie options. And then there was a chocolate fudge cake. I'm like, oh my God, not to mention the bowls of candy that are just like scattered throughout <laughs> the house, which I guess is such a mom thing to do. But that is. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I love that. I, but sweetest. I would pick, I would pick savory definitely because like in general, I'm not really a huge sweets person. So yeah, I would go savory for sure. I'm going to go with sweet. I have a big sweet tooth. I love a sweet. It gets me in trouble. Yeah. It's so good though. So good. Well, Mary Alexander, thank you so much for coming on this episode. I'm glad that we were able to talk to you. I feel like I learned a lot of things. If you're like me and you don't really cook, maybe this will give you a newfound desire. And we're definitely going to tag the Hungry Hooker Instagram and everything in the show notes so people can find you and follow along with your recipes. Yeah, come check it out. Definitely. And we're excited to keep up with you in the next few months. When are you due again? July 1st. She's going to be here so soon. It's wild. That is crazy. I feel like you like just announced that you're having a baby like the other day. I feel the same way. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. That's so fun. Girls are the best. We can't wait to see how the Hungry Hooker evolves as a Yes, you and I both. Yeah. It's going to be great.